Welcome to Study, Grow, Know, where we discuss theology, prophecy, and current political issues from a conservative biblical perspective. Here's your host, Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Hi there. Thanks for joining me. This is Dr. Fred. And um, we're talking about something called cancel culture today. In fact, cancel culture is actually Marxism. Klaus Schwab is becoming a very well-known globalist who has amassed a huge financial fortune over the decades as head of his World Economic Forum, or WEF, and who has many agents who have graduated from his young globalist school and who have been literally placed in many governments throughout the world. Now, these young globalists, they think as Schwab thinks, and they refer to themselves as woke. While that may sound enlightening and hopeful, it's the exact opposite. Being woke actually means diligently working to cancel anyone who does not agree with your opinion to forcibly push you out of society. Now, we've seen this in action with all the mandates surrounding, I guess, Charlie Vector 019er, huh? You know what I mean, hopefully. People who do not want to get the jab are vilified, and people who don't want to wear masks are vilified, made to feel as though they are keeping the pandemic from dying. Now, because of this erroneous thinking, they've faced canceling in the forms of loss of employment and many other things. You don't want the digital vaccine passport? Sorry, but you can't buy food or go to any of the venues that those with digital passports have the option of going to. Many want these folks pushed out completely out of society and have stated as much for not going along with the program. Now, regarding this particular program, notice that there are no alternative solutions medically allowed, only those from the lips of Dr. Anthony Fauci and his protocol are acceptable. You don't like it? Don't agree with it? Too bad. Just close your mouth if you're also in the medical field, or they'll cancel you by threatening to take away your license to practice medicine. And even before that, the woke crowd will cancel you from all social platforms they control and or remove your presence from the internet. They don't want you to exist, essentially. Now, cancel culture is Marxism. That's exactly what it is, because Marxism cancels people, often to death, if we look at history. Wokeness thrives on what's known as multiculturalism, yet it is virtually impossible for Marxism and multiculturalism to coexist. One cancels out the other by virtue of the fact that they're completely incompatible. Multiculturalism always leads to elevating one or two groups over the others due to perceived wrongs or perceived inequalities. Schwab has built this and is at the leading edge of canceling anyone who does not agree with his economic policies. We've seen his attempts at it recently in Canada, though Trudeau obviously backed off from the recent use of the Emergency Act, which incidentally passed by a wide margin in Canada's parliament. But I'm sure something else is coming, though. The Bible reveals to us many things that are going to occur in this world prior to the physical return of Jesus, who will not only destroy the Antichrist when he returns, but he will claim ownership of this world and set up his kingdom that will last for a thousand years as proof of that ownership, 2 Thessalonians 2 and then Revelation 10. 
We're going to go over these things, and we are going over these things in our class that I'm I'm leading called a walkthrough revelation. However, long before we get to the point of his physical return, with all the tribes of the earth, meaning all culture groups, mourning because of his return, this world is going to undergo quite an extensive shaking and judgment. Now, when he returns, this same world will face the truth that it has denied since almost the beginning that he is king and rightful ruler, Matthew 24, 30. So what is happening right now throughout the world is something that is understandably creating fear within many. Who enjoys having to deal with inflation, shortages of food, other disruptions in various supply chains, the amount of sudden deaths occurring, with many more on the way, likely due to the experimental CV jab, and now war between Russia and the Ukraine, and who else knows who's going to join the fray. And all that's just going to worsen things. The only people who seem to think those are good things are those who support the Biden administration, part of the woke crowd who wants to see America destroyed for its capitalism and its alleged white supremacy. You know, I remember the mysterious Q from a number of years ago, who, by the way, was likely a CIA psyop used to placate people and build up hope that things would change for the better. Remember him? Well, looking back, at least some of what Q posted, and I've said this before, was actually based on truth and authentic intel, which made his crumbs or his posts believable. Now, the left side of the chart that I have in the transcript highlights the things that Barack Obama did during her, his eight years uh, as president to help bring about the demise of the USA. Now, according to Q, it was supposed to be handed off to Hillary, who would finish the job. Well, Hillary as president didn't happen because of Trump's win, as we know. But now with Biden, we seem to be picking up where Obama left off. However, there may be a problem here. I'm not sure that globalists like Schwab truly expected the level of pushback their government lackeys are receiving throughout the world. Have they bitten off more than they can chew? There are some very intelligent people who were saying so. People like Martin Armstrong of Armstrong Economics. In a recent video, Armstrong is interviewed and he discusses this very subject. You can view the interview at the link I've created in the transcript. It's called The New World Order Desperate as the Plan Falls Apart. The plan is falling apart, specifically due to the fact, according to Martin, that the resistance they are receiving was not seriously considered. Here's a quote. Globalists are basically desperate at this stage. I don't think they anticipate the amount of resistance that they're getting. It's not just with the truckers in Canada, but this is starting everywhere. There has been an awful lot of resistance consistently that the press does not cover in virtually every city throughout Europe. They never step out and talk to the people because we're too stupid to actually have an opinion. Oh, they know better. This is what Klaus Schwab does. He is far more sophisticated than people realize. He has methodically gone out and created his young global leaders. He is basically sticking people in government positions that are loyal to him. Canadian Prime Minister Trudeau is one of them. They think communism is actually a step up. And the last time this was attempted, it led to the death of 200 million people. 
This is absurd. You're not allowed to think freely. That's what communism really is. You don't realize this whole thing we are going through right now is the same thing. This is cancel culture. Someone said something I don't like, and that was 20 years ago, so cancel them today. This is exactly what took place in communism. You are destroying the right to speak freely, and that's an unquote. So Martin's comments do not mean, by the way, that things will adjust themselves and go back to the way they were before. No, later Martin says, we can expect more inflation due to supply chain shortages, as well as the fact that the world is now entering a new war, which always means an increase in prices and shortages of supplies. Armstrong goes on to talk about the results of the plan falling apart, and he says, Things are not going to work out too well for the globalists pushing communism. With Karl Marx, at the time, people owned nothing. Schwab is saying, you will own nothing and you'll be happy. This is absurd because what you're doing is creating a fake image. Schwab is saying, I am going to relieve you of all your debt. That's a front because the government has gone to the point of no return. What you have to understand here, is it really the government that has to default. What I've said, and this is Martin speaking, look, governments are going to have to default because this is no longer sustainable, unquote. Armstrong understands Schwab better than most people because he sat across the table from him on numerous occasions with government leaders. And he's also written a report. A link is in the transcript to it. It's called The Great Reset, which is his explanation of The Great Reset, in which he outlines and fleshes out the amount of funding and the detail that has gone into the attempt to gain full control of the world. Martin Armstrong, an economist with superior credentials, stated last year that the current financial system would end because it cannot continue to be sustained. Obviously, this is one of the things that needs to occur, by the way, before the world can become one through the birth of the final global kingdom first mentioned in Daniel 2. It's going to affect and impact the entire world. Now, in fact, the Bible describes a future time in Revelation 13 where it appears that all forms of democracy will have been eradicated globally. And without the mark of the beast, no one can buy or sell. This is the total absence of freedom because of Marxism, something Satan has used for generations to thwart God's purposes and destroy humanity. But what is coming will envelop the entire world instead of just portions of it. So Klaus Schwab wants to completely eliminate any and all remnants of the democratic process globally. Schwab does not believe the average person is intelligent enough to use their freedom for the good of others, to make good decisions. The variety of democratic processes works against globalist ideals because it keeps them from having total and unquestionable control. Therefore, the democratic process in all of its forms must be completely eradicated. Well, this sounds evil, but Martin does not believe Schwab is deliberately evil. He believes Schwab is creating evil, but not that he sees himself as evil. Martin says there's a difference. Well, there may be a difference as far as Martin is concerned, but I doubt where God is concerned. Uh, I'm sure God doesn't see the difference. Evil does what evil is. If Schwab fails to achieve his dreams, well, we know that another one will come after him who will make it happen. Of that, we can be certain because the Bible tells us that's what's going to happen. 
Martin believes by the end of 2022, interest rates and product prices will soar along with shortages. It will be tough for most people. This is why a plan should be in place by everyone to make up the difference while it can be made. And I don't want to hear that those who prepare are somehow not trusting God. This is blatantly false, and in fact, I would submit that those who do not prepare in the face of what's here and what is coming are in danger of tempting the Lord. If we know that inflation is going to go higher, and that's pretty much a sure thing, should we not try to prepare ourselves against it as much as possible? We can't eliminate it, but we should make plans in spite of it. There's nothing wrong with stocking up on food and other supplies. This can be done fairly easily and quietly now. When you go to the store, you just buy more of the things you normally buy. But don't buy the store out. Just buy what you need plus some so that over a short amount of time, you've stocked up on maybe canned goods that won't expire until sometime, let's say, in late 2023. Always check dates. If you can afford it, buy an extra freezer and fill it with meat and other items that will last for 6 to 12 months. Buy a generator if you can and then buy some fuel for it to have on hand. My lawn isn't going to get mowed as often as it has in the past when the summer gets here. I want to save gasoline for the generator if needed. To see things coming and not prepare is simply not a wise move. In Genesis 41, Joseph is the guy called upon to interpret Pharaoh's dreams. Pharaoh dreamed he saw seven fat cows and then seven sickly cows who came up and ate the seven fat cows, but they showed no sign that eating those cows did anything for the sickly thin cows. God was telling Pharaoh that there would be seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of severe famine. Joseph advised Uh, Pharaoh to appoint someone who could help all of Egypt prepare for the coming famine. So Pharaoh appointed Joseph for the job, and Joseph did a wonderful job of saving as much grain as possible throughout Egypt, which ultimately saved millions, millions of people's lives. Schwab is not Joseph, and he has other plans for the world. He doesn't want to save people. So if we know things are going to get bad in the sense of rising supply costs, food, fuel, electricity, etc., as well as shortages, shouldn't we take time to do what we can to prepare for that as much as possible? Even if Armstrong is right about the upcoming failure of globalists like Schwab, he is still warning us that inflation will continue to rise as well as interest rates. Shouldn't we take his warning seriously and do what we can to prepare for what is coming? Doing nothing will only make the situation far worse for ourselves and our families. Now, I notice also, by the way, with the recent conflict, the war raging where Russia has invaded the Ukraine, many are talking about the Gog-Magog War of Ezekiel 38 and 39, and it's a good subject to bring up since Putin has declared war on Ukraine. There was no war under Trump, by the way. Under Biden, war is now happening. Interesting. So we've got tremendous shortages, we've got inflation, and we've got war. All, all of it, since Biden became president. And by the way, more people have died from COVID under Biden than did Trump. Will this war ultimately lead to the fulfillment of Ezekiel 38, 39, the Northern invasion? 
possibly, because an added dimension is that Russia has recently stated that they don't recognize Israel's annexation of the Golan Heights and says the Golan Heights belongs to Syria. Now, this was, of course, gotten by Israel at the Six-Day War and since because of Syria's aggression toward Israel. And anyway, this comes after Israel's announced support of Ukraine against Russia. So we're going to see what happens. But for these chapters of Ezekiel to be fulfilled, other nations would also have to get into the mix. And obviously, we're going to have to see what unfolds. We know that ultimately, at some point, a final global kingdom will come into being. We don't know when. We know the chronology to a degree. Uh, We know the events that are going to happen. It is of the utmost importance that Christians do two things in the coming days and months and years, should the Lord tarry. We need to resist peacefully, peacefully. We need to resist peacefully the growth of the coming final global kingdom. And at the same time, we need to prepare for its coming. It's simple. Well, It's simple to know, maybe a little bit more difficult to put into effect, but those are the things we need to start planning on. Well, thanks so much for joining me, and I pray until we meet again that God would open your eyes to show you how blessed you are in Him. You've been listening to Study, Grow, Know with Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Please join us each week for new broadcasts that deal with theology, prophecy, and political issues from a biblical, conservative perspective. 